to Deco. Okay. Welcome to Sports Mad Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had two posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we described a paper where the authors reported that collegiate athletes with a sports-related concussion may experience shrinking of the amygdala after return to play, while other healthy contact athletes experience an increase in the same region. It may be beneficial to learn if these changes are clinically meaningful. In the second post, we reported on a study where the authors noted that on average, someone with an ACL reconstruction takes about 1,600 fewer daily steps and spends about 43 minutes less time moving at a moderate to vigorous pace than healthy participants. If we take a closer look at that second post, we find that the authors used an accelerometer to compare step counts, cadence, and time in faster cadence among 57 participants with an ACL reconstruction within the prior five years to 42 healthy participants without a prior ACL injury. Participants wore an accelerometer for seven days. The authors calculated the fastest one-minute cadence during the week and the time spent at different cadences, such as slow walking or a brisk walk. On average, someone with an ACL reconstruction took about 1,600 fewer daily steps and spent about 43 minutes less time moving at a moderate to vigorous pace than the healthy participants. The ACL reconstruction group also reported less knee function based on IKDC scores and peak level of physical activity based on a Tegner Activity Scale score. People with a history of unilateral ACL reconstruction are slightly less active regarding steps and cadence than healthy people. Given the research study's design, it would be interesting to see whether physical activity related to the patient-reported outcomes. A prospective study may clarify if joint symptoms cause changes in activity levels or if activity levels contribute to worsening symptoms. An advantage of the current study is that the authors relied on metrics that may be easily assessed with a person's phone or commercial fitness tracker. In the coming years, clinicians may increasingly engage with patients through mobile applications to collect patient-reported outcomes and real-world functional assessments to identify people at risk for poor outcomes. In the meantime, we need to pay attention to the difference in walking speed that we see after an ACL reconstruction. Furthermore, we should try to determine and address the physical and mental factors that contribute to someone's decrease in steps per day and time spent being moderately to vigorously active. The emphasis on walking speed is particularly interesting because there is growing body of literature to suggest that we may want to consider walking speed as a sixth vital sign that is predictive of key outcomes such as mortality or onset of diseases with chronic symptoms like osteoarthritis. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was a peer-reviewed article where the authors reported that a four-week 
whole body vibration exercise program, reduces pain, and improves lower limb function among people with patellofemoral pain. And this program is more effective than exercise alone in improving pain and function in the short term. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice courses, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice CEUs available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and the article on our website and in the show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one and stay well.